What's up, guys? Paul from BAM here. And we were thinking this week, what are we going to do with all this coronavirus stuff going on? COVID-19 is just destroying our time, like our fun time, our, our usual schedules, everything is just being crazy. And so we were thinking, it's time to binge. So today, we're doing a video, the top 25 shows to catch up on during social quarantine. Let's get started. These are in no particular order and we got a few rules for them. The first rule is this, there must be at least one season already out. Why? Because it's binge time. We gotta binge and you gotta have a season to binge. Second rule, it's gotta be on one of the major streaming services. So you gotta be able to watch these. We wanna do it together, right? The next rule is that this can't be a show that everybody's already seen. This is a time to catch up. So. Sorry, Office, you gotta go. Everybody's watched The Office. Sorry, Game of Thrones, you're out. We, we have all seen you, and frankly, still disappointed about the ending. Finally, the final rule is that it has to have come out in the last 20 years. Look, I've always got cheers on my list, still gotta catch up on that, but when am I gonna get around to that? So we're not gonna be binging Star Trek The Next Generation or Deep Space Nine. We're not gonna be binging Mork and Mindy. This is this century. The ground rules established. Let's get started. The first show I got on my list that has been in my Netflix queue for months is Ozark. I want you to forget it, okay? Or do you want to just role play it? Okay? I'm detective whoever the f and you're the wife of the top money launderer for the second largest drug cartel in Mexico. Go. Jason Bateman directs writes this is his passion project and jason bateman's awesome he's he came out as a child actor and then uh after going away for a while had a big comeback with arrested development and ever since then i gotta say i've liked jason bateman in most things not the most ranged actor but he's definitely got something going for him and i've only heard good things about ozark so for those who don't know ozark's about your standard upper middle class american family who's doing pretty well for themselves, but they get mixed up with uh, mafia. And in order to save their lives, they agree to wash the money for the mafia, and they move from Chicago down to the Ozarks. So you get a whole cr crazy bunch of dynamics here. The moving of the family, the, uh, the dad who is involved in crime and the family didn't know, and how that's gotta work out. It's got kind of a Breaking Bad feel to it, but it's Jason Bateman's passion project, and uh, I love the idea of this urban family moving out to the country and having to develop their own little crime syndicate there in order to survive, and you guys, you know it's gonna get crazier from there. I have no idea what to expect with this show. I just started it the other day. I'm already hooked. I cannot wait to get through Ozark, and season three is coming out on Netflix in a week and a half, which means it's the perfect time to dive in. So check out Ozark on Netflix, seasons one through two. All right, the next show I have up is actually my favorite show of all time. It doesn't mean everybody's 
seen it. In fact, I'm surprised at how many people have not seen it. And that is Breaking Bad. That's right. Now, say my name. Eisenberg. I love this show. The story of Walter White, the suburban chemistry teacher who turns himself into the methamphetamine uh, crime lord of New Mexico is one of the greatest TV shows I've ever seen. The The story beginning to end carries its own timeline. We're not getting all these weird offshoots. Now it is a straight story beginning to end and it's one of the few shows I've ever seen that actually ends perfectly as well. I cannot tell you how much I love this show. The acting is perfect. The script writing is amazing. The, the, the cinematography everything is just masterful in fact ryan johnson who yeah he's a little controversial because of the last jedi movie and but he bounced back big time with knives out which is, came out last year and everybody loves it ryan johnson actually directed a handful of episodes in this when he was still an up-and-coming director that just gives you a glimpse of the talent that it was a part of making this show so if you have not seen breaking bad go binge it now it is all on netflix all six seasons and some of those seasons are not that long, about 10 episodes. You can get through it pretty quick. And trust me, this is a show that once you start, you're not going to be able to finish. And number three, I got to follow right up with Breaking Bad. And that is Better Call Saul. I'm guessing from our brief acquaintance that you're a fellow who, occasionally, through no fault of your own, uh, finds yourself in a Donnybrook or two. Yeah, a um, knuckle duster. A fist fight. I'm thinking you might be someone who partakes of the herb of the earth. I'm guessing that you ladies are popular with the fellas, and this could lead to a misunderstanding with the boys in blue. Say hello to my little friend. Better Call Saul is still going. In fact, season five is on episode four right now. Seasons one through four are on Netflix. Better Call Saul is actually the prequel to Breaking Bad. It's a prequel, but it's not about the same main character. They took a side character from Breaking Bad, that is Saul, and it's his story. Now the world gets bigger. The world, the Breaking Bad world of New Mexico and all the crime stuff going on there, that's getting bigger uh, and that is all developing as we're watching this story. If you love Breaking Bad, you're going to want to check out this show. Now, it, it is possible to watch Better Call Saul first. However, I actually feel it's better to watch Breaking Bad first and go back. It just makes it a little richer. It's kind of like watching Star Wars. You don't want to start with the prequels. All right, number four. This is another one of my favorite shows. It's kind of a slow burn at first, but if you get gripped by this show, it will wreck you. It will blow your mind. It is fantastic. That show is Mad Men. You are the product. You feeling something. That's what sells. Not them. Not sex. They can't do what we do. And they hate us for it. Now, Mad Men is about the advertising executives in the 19, uh, begins in the late 1950s and carries through the 60s and over the entirety of the show. Mad Men is a seven season show with 10 episodes per season and it, you can stream it all on Netflix. I actually believe that binging Mad Men is the best way to go 
because other than that, it's really for the diehard film people who happen to like TV too. During this uh, show, as it ran, people would de debate each episode, talk about it. There's so much nuanced stuff going on in Mad Men. It's amazing. But for casual viewers, it's much better to binge because it starts really slow and you're gonna wanna binge to stay with it, to let the plot keep growing. Now, I always tell everybody on Mad Men, seasons one and two are fascinating, but that's where it's pretty much the slowest. By season four, five, and six, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. I love Mad Men. I just love hanging out with those people. Yes, I actually like hanging out with these people in their office even more than the show The Office. <gasps> Don't say it! I just said that. Check out Mad Men on Netflix, seasons one through seven. Here's another awesome show, Friday Night Lights. All that and being the man of the house, too. Yes, sir. I'll tell you something. I know you didn't want me to step foot in your house tonight. But I'll tell you something else, and don't you ever forget this. You should feel proud. You should feel real proud. I love modern television. But I gotta say this one thing. A lot of modern television now is about the dark, depressing underbelly of, of society. Yeah, a lot of anti-heroes, and that's all well and good. Look, I love it. Breaking Bad's my favorite show. But sometimes you just want to be inspired. You want some feel-good stuff without the hokiness, without the camp. And that's why Friday Night Lights is so fantastic. So Friday Night Lights is loosely based on the movie of the same name and book of the same name. It follows a high school football team in Texas, you know, the, the mecca of high school football. The center character is a coach played by Kyle Chandler. He is amazing, You're like, him alone. But what's even better, what raises up this show is the kids they put in it. Sure, it's got some of the cheesy sports movie kind of stuff where just fantastical stuff that you just, uh, <laughs> you know, would never happen in real life. Season one will, will hook you. Season two, now warning, season two, there's a bit of a lull. It's still good, but it's not great. But by the time you get to season three, four and five, it is one of the best shows, I believe, that's ever been done. And thankfully, another show that ends perfectly. This is a show you don't want to miss. And you can catch this show, Friday Night Lights, on Netflix, all seasons one through five. Okay, my show number six, House MD. Submitted the cartilaterra hypoplasia dwarf, 15 years old. What are you gonna do? I thought I'd get your theories, mock them, then embrace my own, the usual. I remember when I first started watching House about 10 years ago, it had long been running already, but my wife and I sat down and were like, we need a show together. It was like loading up on caffeine pills. This show takes off like a rocket and doesn't stop. Every episode, the suspense jumps up. So House MD is about, he's a mysterious doctor who works in this hospital that actually has a special unit for rare diseases. And his job is just to investigate each of these extremely rare diseases. Now, sounds kind of cool at first. The best part of the show is Hugh Laurie's performance as House. Hugh Laurie is a fantastic Australian. 
the great part of the show is that every episode you get your mystery, you get your suspense, and it ends, you know, it, it makes you feel good at the end when he figures it out. But the buildup of his character and his interactions with his friends and how he develops and they all develop around him, that's what makes House special. And it's really long show. It's typical old network show from the early 2000s and, and before where you're getting 20 plus episodes a season. So it's a long haul, but it's totally worth it. If you can manage to get through it, you know, skip a few every once in a while if you want. But if you can manage to get through it, it does pay off in the end. It, it, it's got a good ending. It doesn't disappoint. And I still miss hanging out with House. You get to know him. You get to love him despite his crassness, despite how uh, mean he is to everybody. There's some lovable of, at, about him at the same time. And so check out House MD, which is currently on Amazon Prime. So number seven, Mr. Robot. Maybe I should take the job, I'd all say. I could be a Trojan horse. Be a good way to take them down. Who? Evil Corp. Mr. Robot is my favorite show of the last five years. Uh, created by Sam Esmail, who wrote and directed it. He's one of the great showrunners right now. Just came out of nowhere. But Mr. Robot will hit you like a bullet. Now, Rami Malek won Best Actor just a year and a half ago for Bohemian Rhapsody playing Freddie Mercury. And even better for us who are a little older, Christian Slater's in this show. And it is awesome. This show is fantastic. It's kind of filmed like Fincher. David Fincher filmed Fight Club. It's just all over the place. But the main gist of Mr. Robot is that there's a team of hackers in a world where uh, capitalism is, crony capitalism is run amok. And these hackers take it upon themselves to take down the system and basically make everything better. And that's just season one. Where it goes from there, I don't want to spoil it. It's only four seasons. It's not that long. Each uh, season's about 10 to 13 episodes. You can binge this one easy. It's on Amazon Prime. Seasons one through three are. And season four will be coming soon. The show just ended in December. And it, it ended great. But you'll get season four soon on Amazon Prime. It's worth binging now. This is a robot's just... A, fantastic show some of the best filmmaking i've ever seen in my life and it's done on television you don't want to miss mr robot so check it out now it's the perfect time number eight watchmen Guys, when Watchmen hit this past year, it just kind of blew all of our minds. Now, I wasn't a fan of the movie. I didn't care for Zack Snyder's vision. I didn't care for the changes he made to the original script, which they weren't uh, many of them, but the ones he did make were huge. I didn't care for it. So I actually did not plan to watch this show, and but it turned out it was a masterpiece, and I'm so glad I did. It ran uh, for one season last year on HBO, it's now over. It's only a single season show. The cast in it is so good. Jeremy Irons, like who doesn't love Jer Jeremy Irons? This show, it's not a direct sequel though to Watchmen, the movie. It is uh, 30 years or so later 
and it's in modern times and it's about what would happen in our world if the actions of that movie slash graphic novel had happened and what what life would be like now us dealing with it it is fantastic go check out Watchmen. it's only one season nine Curb your enthusiasm. Coaching. Really, I'm coaching. You're not acting coaching. I didn't stop you. You're not acting coaching. I'm coaching. No, but you just think you care. get to walk back here. I'm, you got it all wrong, okay? Oh, I'm sure that you'd I do. Up, are you'd be up in first class poor, if somebody bought you a ticket. Oh, you'd be up there in a second. Oh, poor little coaching girl. <laughs> She's so jealous because everybody else is more comfortable so than the coaching girl in first class. What else can I say about Curb Your Enthusiasm? Seinfeld is still, I think, the greatest comedy series of all time. And what better than to get Seinfeld on HBO in all of its glory? That's kind of what Curb Your Enthusiasm's like. Although, it's more about following Larry David's life and his hijinks. So what's so great about, what's the tie between this and Seinfeld? Larry David wrote Seinfeld with Jerry. Now, he wasn't in it, but George Costanza's character was based largely on Larry David. In fact, there are some instances in Seinfeld that really happened in Larry David's life. You, you can't make this stuff up. So now we get to follow the real-life George every day. And uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, it uh, first premiered in 2000, 2001, and it's been going ever since. Now, What's great about this is HBO gives him the freedom to make it however he wants. So sometimes he'll take a couple years off between seasons. But currently, we are getting season 10 of Curb. It's on right now. But you can binge all the other ones on Amazon Prime. It is so worth it. It's one of the funniest shows you'll ever see. And they're all little half-hour shows. Goes easy. But man, just hanging out with Larry and his hijinks, it's such a great time. So check out Curb Your Enthusiasm. Number 10, Bojack Horseman. You stepped outside for a smoke? To get away from Chris Martin? Huh. You opened up about your fear of success. I gave you some advice. You said I was a true friend and you would never forget me. And you said your name was Chadwick Boseman? Bojack Horseman. Oh, I'm sorry. When you're as famous as I am, you meet so many people. Um, sorry. We need you guys back on set. Hey, you were the second hairdresser's assistant on The Ellen Show about five years ago. Veronica, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. How was your mother's party in the end? <laughs> Anthropomorphic animals? Who, who's in for that, especially animated ones? Most people would be out. In fact, I was right away too when I first saw the preview. But then I started hearing whispers of BoJack Horseman, BoJack Horseman, how great it was. And so I finally tuned in one night and I was hooked. It's only six seasons. They had just ended in January. So you can watch the entirety of this series on Netflix now. But BoJack is one of the most uh, smartly written series I've ever seen. It is so great. It, it gives you an insight into what I believe is really going on in some aspects of Hollywood and L.A. in a way that pro probably would never have been made if it was real people in the show. There is so much truth to BoJack Horseman, even though it's like so ridiculous on its surface. It's an amazing show. It's a show that deals with depression, anxiety, uh, drug abuse, addiction, fame. I mean, you could go on and on, but it does it in a lighthearted, fun way that makes it easily accessible while also kind of smacking you in the face sometimes with some of the realities that face people in the entertainment industry. It's crazy, but it is great, and you'll want to check that out. All right, number 11. We only got one season on this, and that is The Umbrella Academy. I know you don't like to do it, but I need you to talk to Dad. I can't just call Dad in the afterlife and be like, Dad, could you stop playing tennis with Hitler for a moment and take a quick call? Now, on its surface, The Umbrella Academy looks like an X-Men ripoff. 
but it's not at all. It's based on a graphic novel of the same name. And this series is basically about if the X-Men were kind of twisted. <laughs> like if Charles Xavier was kind of a nut and uh, didn't really care about his students, just kind of used them for personal gain in a way. It is awesome. You want to check this out on Netflix. Um, there's so much going on in this show. Like Bojack I was just talking about, it deals with a lot of underlying themes and a lot of reality that we don't always get in superhero stuff. But you're going to want to check this out. It is, it's fast-paced. The characters are amazing. You just kind of fall in love with all of them. And they're like a family, but a really messed up family. And so beginning to end, there's time travel in this show. There's uh, dimension skipping. Um, just it gets really weird, but it's really great. So check out The Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Now let's talk about a show that literally rocked my socks off. It's only five episodes, so this is like a long movie, and you can sit through it in one night if you got the time, which, hey, social quarantine, we all got the time. This show on HBO is came out last year, and it might be just one of the most soul-crushing, but also perplexing and engaging things I've ever seen, and that's because it's based on true life. That show is Chernobyl. Now, if you don't know what Chernobyl is about, it back in the 1980s, there was a nuclear reactor that exploded in Russia, Soviet Russia. And it was very dangerous. We'd never seen anything like it before. And this show just blew my mind. I, I'd always heard about Chernobyl, but I didn't know that much about it. I just knew that, you know, you basically can't go there anymore because it's still irradiated. But this show will show you what really happened in all that. And it's done dramatically. Uh, it's done by British actors, so you still get the British accent, even though they're Russians. That always kind of weirds me out. But once you get past that, it's fantastic. But it is so engaging because it's, it's real life. When you find out how close this nuclear disaster came to actually destroying a, like, a lot of Europe, it is uh, very sobering. But it's also just one of those shows you can't stop watching. So check out Chernobyl on HBO. You will not regret it. It's like a history lesson all in one, but it, it is, it's fantastic. Next, a little show that far too many people are not watching, and it's only got two seasons so far. You can catch this right now on Hulu. That show is Atlanta. Yo, girl. Yeah, man, yo, this is my ex Lisa, man. <laughs> we used to talk back after my mom's kicked me out the house, you know. That's a man. What? No, man, this is my ex. Yo ex girlfriend a man. Why you think she in jail with the men? She'd be on the other side. You gay. Nah, I mean, she. Nah. <laughs> so you think I'm gay? Nah. No, I, I this nigga gay as hell. Atlanta's got about 20 episodes and it's two seasons so far, and they're only half hour, so you, this is an easy watch. Atlanta's run, written, and directed a lot of the time by Donald Glover. Donald Glover, if you don't know, he was Lando Calrissian in the recent Solo movie. One of the best parts of that movie, by the way. He, uh, this show is just about life in Atlanta uh, among his community, and it is so funny. This show is unlike anything you've ever seen. Every episode gives you something different. It, is, it takes risks, 
It does stuff uh, that other shows will not do, that are afraid to do. And it also is just unbelievably funny. Remember when I said Seinfeld is my favorite comedy series of all time? This next show might be number two. Might be. There's a show later that might be number two. I don't know. I'm debating between them. And that show is New Girl. Friday night, gentlemen. It's on. What happened to you? It's on and popping up in here, you feel? What happened to you? What? You didn't used to be like this, Schmidt. What are you talking about? You've gotten so much worse. It's on and popping. Are you even wearing underwear? What is between you and that chair? Just a little bit of sunshine. (laughs) All right, take off that kimono, please. It's my leisure wear, Winston. Look, I worked 80 hours this week. I just want to come home, put on my mono, and just hang loose, man. Most of you know who Zoe Deschanel is. She's uh, been in a lot of movies. She's a pretty famous actress. This is her show that was on Fox for a few years. It's a comedy about this girl who ends up living with three bachelors in their bachelor pad. What's great about this show is that most of it is improv as far as the jokes go and the characters nick schmidt and winston the three guys she moves in with are some of the funniest actors i've ever seen on television and watching them banter with her and then the the supporting cast that comes in and out is some of the best tv i've ever seen it is so funny you can catch all of new girl all six seasons on netflix it i'm telling you right now It's better than Friends. It's a show you're going to just want to hang out with these people all the time. It's comfort food, but it's the best kind of comfort food. So check out New Girl on Netflix. Number 15 is Legion. I personally can't believe I haven't seen Legion yet because I'm a huge X-Men fan. For those who don't know, Legion is the son of Professor Xavier. Now, I used to read X-Men comics back in the day, and one of my favorite X-Men stories ever is called Legion Quest. It's this awesome story about Legion, who is Professor X's son, long lost. Professor X didn't even know about him until later in life. And he's, he's got a fracture in his mind that just makes him crazy. And in this comic... Legion actually goes back in time to kill Magneto so Professor X can actually see his dream accomplished and it all goes wrong, yada yada yada, check it out. Anyways, to have a show about Legion and his craziness is something that is so original. I can't believe I haven't seen it. show was run on FX, barely anybody watched the show, but it was highly regarded by all the film critics who checked it out. Here's another thing about Legion. We are so excited to use this time to watch it that as a BAM fam, BAMers, we are actually starting to binge Legion right now. We're gonna, we started last night, we're gonna watch the first three episodes, have a discussion about it on Wednesday, and then every week until the show's over, we're gonna keep plowing through Legion. So, BAMers, if you wanna join us in that time, join us on Facebook. We'll be doing live discussions of our Legion watch, and so I cannot wait to see it. I, this is one I've been really excited about for a long time. Number 16, Peaky Blinders. I did not see how. I put them on. Put them on your face. 
or it'll be your eyes that are broken. Please don't imagine that I won't use this minute to do it, or that I am afraid of your prayers or your crosses. I'm going to be honest. I don't know much about this show at all. I just know that I love the actors who are in it. And, but the longer the show is on Netflix, the more and more I hear about it. It's a show about British mob, basically, back about 100 years ago. And, I mean, what's not to like about that premise? It, first of all, if you like crime shows, mob shows, like I do, you should already be in. I'm in, and it's on my queue, and I just haven't gotten to it because there's just so much to watch. But now's the time to do it. I, I cannot wait to get to this show, especially because Killian Murphy, the lead star, is one of my favorite actors. He's he, not a big star. When you see him, though, you know him. He's the lead of 28 Days Later. He was Scarecrow in Batman Begins. Uh, he's in an awesome movie that did not get enough credit called Red Eye with him and Rachel McAdams where he plays the bad guy. Very creepy. He's a great actor, but Tom Hardy makes appearances in this. So I'm going to be checking out Peaky Blinders soon, and I recommend you do too. Do you like stalking? <laughs> it makes great television, as terrible as it is. Next, I'm talking about you. Are you not wearing a bra? And you want me to notice. If this was a movie, I'd grab you and we'd go at it. Right in the stacks. Have you read her fiction? Desperate Characters is her, it's her best. That's what I keep hearing. You haven't read Desperate Characters. I know, characters. I know. I'm worried it's not going to live up to the hype. I can safely say it is that good. You is a show about uh, a guy stalking out chick. <laughs> That's about it. It's a Lifetime show. It was supposed to air on Lifetime, and they didn't pick it up, and so it went to Netflix. Here's the deal. Lifetime shows can get crazy. It's not my deal, not usually my cup of tea. And so I don't usually check this stuff up, but I keep hearing about this show, You. I haven't watched it yet, so I put it on my queue. I'm going to get to it. But yeah, if you like that kind of stuff, guys stalking women, women stalking men, creepiness, you like that kind of thing, I've heard that You is one of the best uh, examples of that kind of television you can find out there. Number 18, Sherlock. It's one possible explanation of some of the facts. You've got a solution that you like, but you're choosing to ignore anything you see that doesn't comply with it. Like? The moon's on the right side of his head. And? Bancoom is left-handed. Requires quite a bit of contortion. Left-handed? I'm amazed you didn't notice. All you have to do is look around this flat. Coffee table on the left-hand side. Coffee mug handle pointing to the left. Power sockets habitually use the ones on the left. Pen and paper on the left-hand side of the phone because he picked it up with his right and took down messages with his left. You want me to go on? No, I think you've covered oh, I might as well. I'm almost at the bottom of the list. There's a knife on the breadboard with butter on the right side of the blade. Because he used it with his left, it's highly unlikely that a left-handed man would shoot himself in the right side of his head. Conclusion, someone broke in here and murdered him. Only explanation of all of the facts. But the gun... He was Waiting for the killer. He'd been threatened. Who doesn't like Benedict Cumberbatch? I'm gonna get you. Doctor Strange, uh, Smog. <laughs> He's uh, in that awesome movie about the guy figuring out the computers. Like I love Benedict Cumberbatch, and I've never loved him more than when he plays Sherlock. Sherlock is a modern adaptation, uh, aired originally on the BBC, of Sherlock Holmes. It's like if Sherlock Holmes was in the 20th century, 21st century, I should say. He not only has been at a Cumberbatch Sherlock, but the awesome Martin Freeman, who was Bilbo Baggins, is Watson. 
and these two just not all they're wonderful actors they elevate the material every the whole supporting cast is amazing as well this show is so smart so well executed you you won't believe it the first time you're watching it it's so like quick paced the way they do sherlock's mind uh the way benedict cumberbatch embraces like sherlock's um temperament it is it's awesome you'll want to check out this show and what's really cool about this show is each season's only three episodes oh easy you say right Actually, each episode is about an hour and a half long, so it's like little movies, like short movies. And this just builds up each case, so you get the time to uh, enjoy the case the whole time. But you also get that season-long buildup of character and an overarching story that really pays off. So there's four seasons. There are only three episodes each season, but an hour and a half each. It's all on Netflix. Go check it out. Now I want to talk about one of the great surprises I've seen in the last few years, and that is Fargo on FX. Go out, do the job, and don't worry. But in fact, what they mean is talk them through. You understand? It doesn't matter if it's washing machines or cocaine, whores or horseradish. They powers that be, they need to know. Now, I haven't seen all of this show. It's only got three seasons so far. But each season is a self-contained story, kind of like True Detective, where beginning to end of the season you get a whole story and then the next one next season starts a whole new cast story everything setting even it's great but i've seen season two and season two was one of the best things i've ever seen in my life i was absolutely hooked for 10 episodes beginning to end it was about uh in the northern midwest just two crime families basically warring against each other and how the town gets caught up in it. Yes, it's loosely based on the original movie, but instead of being based on the movie, it's actually, you could say it's inspired by the movie because it really had nothing to do with the movie. Now, I believe season three is kind of a retelling of the movie, except elongated. I don't know, but the Fargo movie is awesome by the Coen brothers. Probably should have won Best Picture that year. It's one of the classic movies of the 90s. This show is filmed similar to that, captures that cone uh, filmmaking vibe, but takes it to a new level. Season two was fantastic, and so you can bet I'm getting ready to watch seasons one and three because season four is about to come out and it's going to be starring Chris Rock. I like that's awesome right there. Number twenty, Rick and Morty. And I'll, and I'll, I'll go out and I'll find some more of that Mulan Szechuan teriyaki dipping sauce, Morty. Because that's that's what this is all about, Morty. That's my one-armed man. I'm not driven by avenging my dead family, Morty. That was fake. I, I'm driven by finding that McNugget sauce. I want that Mulan McNugget sauce, Morty. That's my series arc, Morty. If it takes nine seasons, I want my McNugget dipping sauce, Szechuan sauce, Morty. That's what's going to take us all the way to the end, Morty. Season nine more seasons, Morty. Nine more seasons until I get that dipping Szechuan sauce. For 97 more years, Morty. I want that McNugget... Yeah, Rick and Morty probably has a bigger cultural impact than it does actually people watching it. It's been running on Adult Swim off and on for the last five, eight years or so. And I've actually only watched season one, and it was one of the most clever things I've seen in a long time. I love when a cartoon doesn't just try to throw jokes at you, but it actually makes you think. 
And some of the stuff they weave in and out of Rick and Morty is way too smart for what the show actually is. But that elevates it. It's on Hulu every season, so go check that out. Lock and Key. Hey. Hot tip? It's the best toilet in the house. Uncloggable. Yeah, good to know. Permission to speak freely, sir? Go ahead. I'm starting to think we might need some more powerful weapons. This one just came out, season one, and honestly, I haven't seen it. I haven't even heard much about it, but Adam won't stop raving about it. Apparently, it's about uh, people with powers going back to the house of their father, and there's this whole thriller element to it, everything. So I finally checked out the trailer. I, I got to say I'm in. I'm going to check this out. I have a lot of these shows I'm already working on, especially Legion because of the BAM stuff. But hey, lock and key, it's on my list. I recommend you check it out too. And let's see where it goes. I think this has the potential to be one of those Netflix shows like Stranger Things that just kind of takes off. So we'll see what happens. Okay, number 22. I might get crap for this one because a lot of people have seen it, but you'd be surprised who hasn't. And that is Parks and Recreation. Listen, I was trying to buy this handcrafted mahogany wood model of a B-25 Mitchell Panchito aircraft. Aw, for me? Don't sass me. And I went to this website, and this ad popped up that said, Hey, Ron Swanson, check out this great offer. What's your question? My question is, what the hell? Like, how do they know who you are? Yeah. Okay. Um, there are these things called cookies where like if you go to a site and buy something it'll remember you and then create ads for other stuff you might want to buy so it learns information about me seems like an invasion of privacy dude if you think that's bad go to google earth and type in your address parks and recreation i'm currently on my second watch through with my wife it is one of the best shows ever. It's so smartly written, but the best part about Parks and Recreation is the characters. If you want to see Chris Pratt, before he was famous, make his way into the world in such a loud way. He starred as a side character on this show, side note, that was not supposed to go anywhere. They actually were going to write him out of the show, but he was so great he stayed on. He is so funny. If you've only seen Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy or the Jurassic World movies, you're going to want to check out Parks and Rec because... You'll see a side of Chris Pratt you didn't know was there. He's so great. But he's not the only one. Uh, Nick Offerman as, uh, is one of my favorite characters ever as Ron, Ron Swanson. Of course, Amy Poehler as Leslie Nope is just fantastic. But that's not all. This show is loaded. Aziz Ansari is one of the main characters. Aubrey Plaza is one of the main characters. I'm Scott, Rashida Jones, uh, Rob Lowe. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. These all are amazing actors together in this show. Um, but what I love most about Parks and Rec is not only is it hilarious, it's bright and sunny and optimistic. Such a good break from most of these other shows I've been talking about. It's a great place to just hang. And so if you have not seen Parks and Rec, and I'm talking to a lot of you office heads out there who love The Office and watch that over and over again but have not watched Parks and Rec, what are you doing? Go start it right now. The entire series is on Netflix. You will not regret it. Number 23. This was a miniseries, and it was American Crime Story, the O.J. Simpson trial. 
National concern? This is a double homicide, Your Honor, not a Ron Contra. Miss Clark, the court in its wisdom has made a determination. Why do we have to broadcast it? Truth, Miss Clark, the truth. The court hides nothing from the people. The truth. Nothing. You've presented a defense that is based completely on lies and deceptions. It's teasing the public, the media, by throwing them bits of the tapes, inflaming the public's passions in an attempt to exert political pressure over his honor, in an attempt to pressure the court into admitting in the Furman tapes. Mr. Darby. This case is a circus, and the defense has made it into a circus. And the court has allowed them to walk Mr. Darden, you are different. close to being held in contempt. Well, I should be held in contempt. <laughs> Holy smokes. If you guys have not seen this, you want to see something crazy? Watch this show. It's a true life show. And yeah, they exaggerate some of the drama. But if any of you are old enough to remember some of the OJ stuff, there was plenty of drama to go around already. This show is crazy crazy the true story is crazy the cast is loaded john travolta i mean he's one of the stars it's you can't get enough out of this show i didn't want it to end but it had to end because the story ends and i think it's only eight episodes you'll fly through it but it's one of those shows that while you're watching it you're like holy cow i forgot about that holy cow i forgot about that whoa i never knew that it's amazing it's kind of like chernobyl but this one is much more uh, plays to the emotions in a, in a bombastic kind of way. It just makes you, like, it blows your mind, but it, it's sensationalist, too. And I loved it. It's, it's basically like a real-life soap opera. Two more left, guys. Number 24, Silicon Valley. Yes? Can I get the latest tech specs from you, please? I've already sent them to you five times. I don't really want to dig through my inbox, um, so if you send it now, it'll be on top. Oh, wait. Wearable chair. Sending now. Thank you, Dinesh. Silicon Valley was created by one of my favorite comedy writers, and that is Mike Judge. Those who don't recognize the name Mike Judge, you'll recognize one of these. Creator of Beavis and Butthead. Creator of King of the Hill. <laughs> That's good enough. Uh, director and writer of my well top 10 comedies of all time office space Office space is amazing uh also a fan favorite the movie idiocracy he wrote and directed that mike judge is solid gold every time he creates something i'm there i've only watched uh, the first season and a half of silicon valley it's been, it was on hbo and so i just got to it late but it is so good and it, it if you want to kind of get a funny look behind the scenes at what really goes on in Silicon Valley, and look, tech's all around us. It, it just runs our life now. It, you can't avoid it. And so why not spend time with some of the people that are in it and kind of get a funny glimpse of what it's actually like? What blows me away about Silicon Valley is actually how realistic it is in all the absurdity. It is a wonderful show. It's so smart and funny and uh, got good heart behind it too. You're gonna wanna check it out. So check that one out on HBO. My final show for now. That is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. We were worried, Miriam. Worried sick, if you must know. Your mother vomited. I did not vomit. Well, she did something in the bathroom that took a very long time and she did not come out looking happy. I'm sorry I was late, but- But what? You do know I'm not 16 anymore, don't you? We thought we did, but then you act like this, sneaking out. I did not sneak out. Sneaking in. I did not sneak in. You left your baby here alone. With her grandparents. And where is your son, anyway? Shooting craps. What? 
He's with Joel, shooting craps. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. Can we just lighten the mood a little? No, we cannot. You know the rules of this house. Rule number one, you do not leave your towels on the floor. We'll get back to that, by the way. Rule number two, home by 11. Are you kidding me? 10 if you keep arguing. This show is so good. Uh, Amazon Prime has put out some really cool shows lately. I especially like the Tom Clancy show they put out. Uh, they're doing good work, and I cannot wait for their Lord of the Rings show. But their best show to date totally took me by surprise, and that is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. There are three seasons so far, but this show is... Look, I'm a guy, and I don't really care for Gilmore Girls. I know that some guys do. That's cool. My wife loves that show. I never thought a show written by the people who did Gilmore Girls would actually just blow my mind. But Maisel is so funny. It's so engaging. The characters are wonderful. You you just want to hang out with these people. It takes place in the 1950s, and it's about a young Jewish socialite whose husband leaves, and she's forced to figure out a way to basically take care of her family. And she stumbles across the fact that she is very funny. So she, the rest of the show is about her pursuing a career as a comedian and the woman as, as a woman in the 1950s. It is fantastic. It's very smart. You'll love the little drop-ins from famous people, uh, and it's just it's a good hang the entire time. It's three seasons so far, ten episodes per season. But marvelous Miss Maisel, Amazon Prime, check it out. If you don't have enough to binge already, now that I've gone through 25 crazy shows, you don't have enough already. Uh, I got a couple other honorable mentions. Number one, The Boys on Amazon Prime. The Boys is basically the most terrible <laughs> assessment of what it'd really be like to have superheroes in the real world. It's very dark. It's kind of funny, but it's it's worth the watch if you like superhero stuff. Just here's a warning though. It is one of the roughest shows I've ever watched. Gory, dark. Uh, yeah, it goes to some weird places. But it finishes very strong. Season 2 will come out next year. So I'm excited to see more of it. Definitely not one of my favorite shows ever, but definitely worth a watch. So if you got time, check out The Boys. And another honorable mention is Black Mirror. Now, Black Mirror is each, each episode is self-contained, tells a story. But Black Mirror is basically like a Twilight Zone. It's run by the BBC. It's basically a Twilight Zone where every episode deals with a dark side of what technology could be. It's fascinating show. I've only seen a couple episodes, but I definitely want to check out more. That's a lot. And we're going to be back with more lists soon, though. I'm going to be doing some movie lists. We're going to, we got lots of content planned here at BAM. But for now, here, those were the top 25 movies that you should catch up on now that you're social quarantine. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you like this video, please like it on YouTube. Subscribe to us because we got lots more content coming out, guys. We're going to be doing more of this. I'm going to be getting more people in here. It's going to be great. Check out our Facebook page as we do group binges and have discussions about it. And then let me know when you've checked out some of these shows I've recommended what you think. Tell me if I did a good or bad job.